Welcome to Real Estate Power Talk. This is episode number six with Blake Hawkins and Jessica Holcomb. And today's episode is going over time blocking and time management and how to fit everything in that you need to get done on a daily basis to reach your goals and help your clients and keep everything straight and together. So we're just going to be sharing basically our day today to (laughs) share with you how much you can fit in in one day if you really focus on it. Because Blake, like, didn't we agree that we were going to We had a a lot of things on a to-do list today, and we were like, okay, we need to get all of this stuff done today because we have a lot going on Mm -hmm. for the rest of the week and family coming in town. And so we were kind of like, okay, if we don't record the podcast tonight, then we're not going to have time Mm -hmm. later, so we better get it done. So Blake, why don't you share uh, your thoughts on what does time blocking mean to you, and then we'll share... Um, our day in a little bit. Yeah. Time blocking to me is just setting a designated amount of time to do something productive, you know? So for me, time blocking is, you know, just, Hey, I'm this for this next hour. I want to dedicate this next hour to phone calls or this next hour to, um, you know, emailing clients or customers or whatever it may be. But time blocking is just it's being intentional with my time. I set a time frame. Um, anybody can do anything for an hour. So I, I think it's awesome. And you set an hour and say, hey, listen, for this next hour, I'm going to, you know, do follow up calls or whatever it may be or organize my office or, um, you know, cook dinner. It doesn't matter what it is. Time blocking is just being intentional with your time and uh, and, and making things happen. Yeah. I mean, I think when you say the word time blocking it can kind of put some walls up mentally yes. for people because they're kind of like, oh, time blocking. That just sounds like so organized. And and for those of us that don't care about, they like to be more go with the flow. Time blocking is, you know, the opposite of that. Right. So for someone like me that normally likes to just go with the flow, I've had to teach myself habits on time blocking in order to get everything done that I wanted to get done. Luckily, my personality has a little extra drive, so I do force myself to get things done, but a lot of times I'll start procrastinating. Mm -hmm. And when I procrastinate, it's kind of like, you know, you never feel really good about it. You're like, ooh, I should have, could have, would have today. You know, like I should have got all of these things done. I wanted to get them done, but I didn't get it done. So then you feel bad, you know, and then the next day it happens again. Right. You know, and again. So how do you how do you block your day? Yeah, so for me what I've really been doing recently is I the the night before I call it uh call it my power schedule. So the night before I'm going to break down my power schedule and I want to have the time that I wake up. Uh usually after I wake up, I'll do some cardio on you and I'll go to the gym. And then after that, basically, I'm just going to set my day and I actually time block it by the hour. So, um, you know, it it might it might look like something like this. 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. is power hour. You know, 11 a.m. to noon is follow up calls. You know, noon to to one is, you know, um, emails or or whatever it may be. Right. So I've been just time blocking my whole day and um, it's been it's worked out really, really good for me. And, um, ever since I've been doing that, everything has gotten better productivity. I'm more intentional with my time. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's pretty much, that's how I go about my, my time blocking. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I usually start the night before, um, I'll plan the next day, the night before. So I'll, make a list of all the things that I need to get done the following day. And then I'll put my top priorities of must do's at the top of my planner. And then I'll actually write in the approximate time of day that I'm going to be doing. And that to me is what time blocking is, is basically writing it in your schedule, you know? And so I actually teach my team this a lot. We'll talk about how to, 
um, set their schedule, plan their schedule, and protect their time, mm. prospecting time, you know, um, so that they don't ever get behind. Because the biggest mistake I think that a lot of realtors make is that they'll they'll sell a home, and then they get really busy taking care of that sale and the paperwork and yeah. the inspections and handling, you know, all the appointments and guiding your client through the process. And what happens is they'll stop prospecting. And then once that home closes, they don't have anything else working. Right. And so their pipeline experiences like a stop and go flow. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I've experienced that myself personally. And, you know, you get, um, you get a real estate deal or, or whatever transaction that you're working on in your business and it, it maybe it has a long sell cycle. You know, it takes two, three, four weeks for it to close. You're doing paperwork, you're calling clients, you're talking with lenders, you're doing this and that. And you can get so consumed with the deal itself that you forget that you need new deals. You know, so for me, time blocking has been uh, really productive for me because now my focus is constantly on um, getting new business, but it's the time blocking that allows me to be able to stay focused, right? Because if I just kind of go about my day, then you can easily get interrupted by, um, you know, you gotta you gotta do a seller's disclosure, you gotta get this, you gotta go open up the lockbox, the lockbox doesn't work, and you gotta get a locksmith. You know, there's <laughs> these are things I've been recently. Get. So it, it's like you just and you still got to do those things, but the time blocking allows you to be more intentional. And set that time up to the side where you can still um, prospect and get new business. So yeah, time blocking. I, I think the best way to say it is time blocking protects your time. Yeah, I would agree. And in order to really check off those goals, you have to protect your time. Yes. You know, if you don't, if you're not protecting your time, then you're just letting everybody else's agenda take over your day. Right. You know, and if you're going to be on someone else's agenda, then why even have goals? Yeah, you know? unless they're they're that person's goals, and you're just helping. You know, <laughs> hey, isn't there a saying out there that if you don't have goals, you're you're helping someone else reach theirs? Correct. Yes, <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. Yes. You never want to be that guy. You want to no. be. You want to have goals. Yeah, yeah. You. I mean, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think time blocking is is huge when it comes to achieving your goals, which we just recently have talked about that. And time blocking is more of that tactical, uh, practical aspect of life where, okay, I set the goal. Now time blocking is going to allow me to um, set the structure to be able to achieve that. So let's talk about what would be the perfect time block for an investor. What would you, what would you say? (laughs) So what I would say is you need, you need to set up time for your prospecting Right. So that's different for everybody, whether it's cold calling, driving for dollars, door knocking, um, you know, uh, follow up calls, whatever it may be, or networking events. It doesn't matter. But I mean, look, I think if, you know, um, set, wake up, do your thing, maybe set up a time from nine to 12 where it's just you're, you're doing outbound calls or you're, or you're driving for dollars. Um, but you got to set a designated time to to that activity because that's the activity that generates new business and that's the activity that actually makes things makes things happen so it's very important if you're going to time block anything as an investor it needs to be on marketing for deals you know so it has to be prospecting yeah that has to be an everyday an everyday thing Mm -hmm. okay what about so in the on the on the retail side of things you know Obviously, it's it's you still got to go out and get the business. So, what would that look like as far as a real estate agent? You know, what what does that look like for you as far as time blocking? Well, I'm probably going to break it down into two different types. So, let's say you're an agent and you're new in the business and you're thinking, okay, what do I need to do today? Or you're an experienced agent and you're trying to manage a busy schedule. You know, so I would say that you start your time blocking the night before you plan out the next day, you know, you would write in all of your commitments that are very important, such as, you know, pick Johnny up from school, Wednesday night, Bible study, all the things that you know that you're going to be doing, you need to put that on your calendar, Mm. you know, 
And then you build your day around that, you know, so that you're not ever missing out on any of your important commitments, you know. And then, like, I have some of my agents that, you know, um, also have another part-time job, you know. Right. And because of, you know, they experience joy doing the other job. And it's actually been kind of a blessing for some of them because they've got this whole other network of leads <laughs> that they're bringing in from the other job. Right. So um, if you didn't have another job, you would probably prospect in the morning between 8 and 10 okay. or 9 and 11. And then you would have your lunch break. And then you would... Um, focus on appointments in the afternoon. And then right before lunch, right after lunch, you're answering emails and returning voicemails and follow-ups. So you always want to prospect and set up appointments for the week before you're following up on paperwork. You know, unless it's an emergency or something like that, you really need to be focusing on setting up more appointments for people that are interested in buying or selling. Yeah, because paperwork... Is not make is not bringing in new business. No, you know, and that's why you should have a good transaction coordinator to do all the paperwork for you. Right, right. <laughs> I hate paperwork. It's terrible. I know. It's I don't terrible. like it either. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then if you're showing homes in the afternoon until five, six, seven, eight o'clock at night, you know, a a lot of times our days don't end until eight p.m., nine, ten p.m. I find myself doing a lot of paperwork in the evenings mm. because that's when I finally get back to my computer and um, I'm able to focus and have a little peace and quiet, you know, because my phone isn't ringing off the hook and right. people aren't texting me and emailing me. I need this. I need that. So um, that would be a perfect day to time block for an agent, you know. Okay. Um, also, open houses are important, I think, um, especially for a new agent or an agent that's looking to build their pipeline. Um, open houses are warm leads, warm to hot leads, you know. I mean, those people got out of their home, got in the car, and drove specifically to see a home. Right. So they're either interested in buying it or they could be a, a neighbor and, you know, they are interviewing you because they're thinking of selling. Right, right, right. You know? Either Why way, would they care yeah, either, about coming yeah. to look at your house unless they're thinking of selling? Right. Or, or they might be wondering like what the value is or how much we're listing it for, so that they can know how much theirs is. You know, and a, a lot of times they don't tell you that. They're just like, "Oh, I'm just a neighbor. I'm right. just looking." You know, but, but they're gathering. Data. I've always kind of treated them like they're a client and that they are going to buy it. And by the time we get done with the tour, they're asking me for my business card. And then they're like, well, actually, we are going to sell next summer. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're not going to sell for a while, but it's on our radar, you know. And you are going to be that first face-to-face person that's going to be able to kind of guide them along the way, you know. So that's the whole goal. Cool. You know. Yeah, and I'm, then for a a broker or a leader of a team, right. you know your time blocking is going to look a little different. So it's going to be pretty much the same. You know, you got to time block all your commitments and everything, but then you're going to have to also time block in for planning training, planning meetings, um, and then time block for payroll. <laughs> Fun stuff. The Time fun block stuff. for uh, marketing right. for everyone. Yeah. Time block for events and all the details and time block for meeting with your team and, and your admin team and guiding them to what they need to be doing right. for the day. Well, because you're, you're not just thinking about, as a broker, it, it's, it's not just a singular focus. It's like, hey, I got to take care of everybody. Right. You know, and I got to keep the doors running and open. And, and yes. so there's a lot of extra responsibility with that. It's a you know? lot of responsibility. So if you're thinking of opening a brokerage or having a team, um, you know, whenever I made that decision, my team leader had actually um, spoken to me and said, hey, you know, are you sure you want to do this? And I said, yeah, why? He's like, well, 
because you're going to have to do all of your own payroll. And I'm like, so like, that's cool. It's fine. And then he said, I would have to uh, pay for my own E&O insurance, which I was fine with at the time. But every year, by the way, the bill gets higher and higher Mm. (laughs) because there's more risk. Right. The more transactions you close, the higher the risk. Hey, that's a good problem though, right? It's not a bad problem. Yeah. Um, and you know, he, he basically was just like warning me that it's, it's less about sale, selling real estate and more about office management. And it really is, it's, it's managing and running a whole entire business, right? you know? So, um, I struggle with, um, delegating a lot because, you know, I just, I'm just very particular about, you know, handling the money and doing all of that stuff. So I think my next hire is to hire a really good bookkeeper so I can take that off my plate, Um, you know, because it does take up a lot of my time. Right. And I could be doing other things, you know, that are are more, um, you know, have a bigger ROI. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you're a bookkeeper, (laughs) hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Send an email. Click the link, <laughs> send a resume. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I I agree. I mean, time blocking is essential, and I think it varies for whatever role and 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 job or uh, business venture that you're in, you know. But regardless, it's still you know extremely important, and I think it has to be done the the, the day before, like you said, you know, the day before you sit down, you intentionally break down your time for the next day. This is what you're going to do throughout this time period. And I think whenever you do that, for me, what I like about it is I don't have to think throughout my day as much. I just I just follow the schedule. Mm-hmm. And when I follow the schedule, things go a lot, they tend to go a lot more smoothly versus, um, you know, me just trying to freestyle my day. And as an entrepreneur and as a, as a business owner, you, you know, you really can't do that successfully. And maybe some people can, but but for me, I think you get you need to, um, direct your day to the best of your ability, and things are always going to change. And there's going to be things that that um, you know plans change or whatnot. But you want to have at least something on paper where you have a little bit of direction. So if if things do go on course, you know what the day looks like, and you can pretty much predict it, and you have more control over your day. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think that it's important to time block weekly? Like for the week and the month, I I I personally do not time block for the week or the month. I set my goals, but I I only time block for the day. So I go day by day on my time blocking. That that's just me. I, I don't know what that's like. Which uh, I don't know if that's a good idea when birthdays are coming up because I just asked you when you were gonna get your son his birthday present, and he's like, oh. Well, I, I just let the creative juice. Yeah, yeah. I let the creative juices flow. You know what I mean. But if you plan ahead, they still can right. flow. Right, and that's something that I need to work on. So I'm going to add that to my to do list. Yeah. If you add a weekly so, time block or a monthly time block, that would cover it. Well, you know, and so this weekend we're going to do three birthdays in one day. I know. Which is super genius. Yeah. You know, it's for re- you. And yeah, <laughs> that's time blocking at its finest. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, we're, you know, and I, I came up with the idea. We should just have one day a year, one day a year where we take all our friends and we just do a full day of birthday recognition, <laughs> starting with January through December. <laughs> and every hour we got, you know, hey, it's 11 a.m. Oh, February birthdays. <laughs> Your cake's at the front. You know, oh my and we just knock it out. One, I'm talking 8 a.m. to midnight. Just one big fiesta. I mean, but then doesn't that seem like it's a little impersonal, like not nah, very special? Man, it's a big party. No, it's a big party. That's bad. Yeah, maybe so. I Everyone know. wants to feel special on okay, their day. Okay, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All December birthdays, come on up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that. Um, Time blocking weekly and and monthly in advance and annually is very important. Um, I used to actually be at Keller Williams and I would host uh, the Millionaire Real Estate Agent Book Clubs, Mm. you know, and there is a lot of nuggets in that book 
I think they said you have to read it about 12 times to get all of the information out of it that, um, you know, that will help you progress in your business. And um, one of the things that I would do in my workshop is at the end, you know, we would make a list of all of the action items from the book. Right. And then I would have everybody put it on their calendar. And the, actually the, the action items? Time block it. Okay. Because if you don't put it on your calendar, it's not going to happen. Right. In, at, at least for me. Yeah. I, if I don't see it, if it's not on my radar, if it's not in writing with a deadline, then usually it doesn't happen. Yeah, I can you know? see that. Because I'll create a list of goals. I have a, a another app that I use called Wonderlist where you can create different notebooks and have different items and you can check them off. You know, like I put my grocery list in there and some other things. So one of the things I have in there is just new ideas or marketing ideas, you know. And so I'll take notes, but I'll get like 500 items in that to-do list because I don't look at it. It's not in front of me. They just build up. Every yeah, day, right. you know. But then I'll check on it and I'll check off a bunch of items because I ended up putting it on my calendar, you know. So I just think it's really important to actually calendar your goals. Right. You know, so last week we talked about goal setting, you know, and today we're talking about time blocking. So for those of you that set your goals, um, did you put them on your calendar, you know, with deadlines, Mm. you know, like if I want to sell three houses, you know, by the end of the month, then that's perfect. You can time block that. You can put that on your calendar. You know, you can say, okay, deadline to sell one house by Sunday, you know? Right. And what's funny is I have that planner that I was talking about last time, and there's a monthly page that has yep. three big goals that you're supposed to write down and then the the why, like why do you want it? Yep. And one of the things that I had written on mine on March 1st was I wanted to list six plus houses. And I already have four of them basically under wraps. So I'm like, oh, I only need two more. And it's only, you know, March 6th. Right. So now I'm like, oh, man, I I better change that goal. (laughs) Increase it. I'm going to list 10 plus houses, you know, like, but writing it down again gives it that power. Yep. So, you know, maybe making your long list of goals and then figuring out, okay, when can I actually realistically achieve it? you know, and then writing it on your calendar. And let's say it's a goal that needs a little bit of study. Like Mm. we talked about time block, the study, right? Like you can write it on your calendar. Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn about click funnels from 10 to 11 PM on Wednesday evening, you know, like, and then it's on your calendar. Yeah. And then from there, you know, magic happens, right? So from that, you might, you might learn in 10 minutes. Next yeah. thing you know, you're making click funnels. <laughs> that happened today. You know, I mean, so yeah, I think time blocking is essential and you need to do it, you know, and then from that, you can be a little more flexible, but you got to at least have a game plan. You know, they always say, um, you know, plan to work, work to plan, right? So just plan it out, man. Have your day planned out and then start working it and see and kind of go from there. Yeah. I mean, and then if you're if you have an annual goal or a five-year goal, you know, you can also add those in there, you know, right. and and be kind of planning for the bigger vision goals, you know. Yeah. And you know, again, don't be afraid to write it down because you can change it yes. if you don't like it. You know, if you if life happens or you know, things change, you don't right. have to keep it the same. Right. But never lower the target. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, can you share a story of how you have time blocked and and how it was successful? I mean, we could talk about today, I guess. Yeah. So today was was a great example. We had a lot of stuff we had to we had to do. A lot of things that were on the to do list. Um, you know, some of it, you know, just organizing the office and 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 you know cleaning out drawers and, and all that, which, which, you know, was a few hours of work. Um, and then we had a, you know, podcast and then click funnels and marketing and. Yeah, but you had a long day. You had a, a networking meeting. Right. I had a networking meeting. 
I had made phone calls. <laughs> um, I had to do a seller's disclosure. You know, so all this stuff, right? Um, so for me, the time blocking was essential today. So I woke up at seven. I went and worked out. Uh, I came back. Came back home. Uh, showered. Got ready. I made uh, calls. And then after I made calls, I went to my networking event from 1130 to 1. After my networking event, I went home, uh, got got my stuff, um, you know, and, and threw it in my bag and then, you know, came to your place. And then we, um, you were working on some some real estate deals and I was doing a seller's disclosure. Uh, we worked on marketing and then we organized the office and we, then we did um, then we did the, uh, the the videos and all that for the click funnels. Um, I mean, there was so much today, right? You know, yeah. but but none of this could have um, really took place without some sort of time blocking, you know. So if I just would have woke up and just kind of started like freestyling my day, I, we there was some there were some things that we were going to probably do regardless, but I would have missed out on all the other things too, you know. So I think time blocking allows you to get everything, everything that you need done. It allows you to get it in during your day, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there, you know, so Blake has his 57 day fitness mission, which we're on day 25 and 26, right? Yes. Yes. Tomorrow's 27 for me. Okay. I'm on 26 tomorrow. So, um, so anyhow, he's, he's looking to kind of grow the sales for that so that he can give back to what charity? Houston Children Charity. Yeah. Yeah. So his goal is to sell how many? My goal, the intention, the target is to sell a thousand by the end of uh, end of the year. So December thirty first, twenty nineteen. So one thousand. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to learn about ClickFunnels so that he could put it all together. And he is not a techie guy, so he's like, "Please help me with this ClickFunnels stuff." So I told him I would help him, but I needed my office organized. <laughs> So I had yes. to negotiate a little yes. help there, and it worked great. And you are such a good organizer. Yeah, Thank these books you. and everything on the shelf, man, they look they look phenomenal. It's like a <laughs> library in here. It's crazy. <laughs> so my whole day started off with um, needing to take my car to get something looked at because the low oil light came on, and I didn't want to drive around town all day with it like that. So I took it over there. <laughs> And then they needed to diagnose it. They needed it for a little time, but they had a chauffeur person, a driver that can take you back home. So instead of them taking me back home, I knew that I had committed to this 57-day fitness mission. And I knew that we were going to have to do click funnels, organize the office, plus record a podcast tonight. So I was like, okay, I better get my workout in this morning. Otherwise, it might not happen. So I had them drop me off at the fitness center. And I knocked out my 40 minutes of cardio and then I called an Uber because while I was doing my cardio, a lady called and she needed me to show one of my listings. Mm. And it just so happened to be in my neighborhood where I used to live and I have another home listed too. And so I took an Uber over there to show them. I apologize for wearing gym clothes because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. They just needed to get into the house. And then I walked over to my old house and I ended up cleaning out the garage and sweeping it all out because it was trash day finally. And I finally hit it where they didn't come yet. So I got to get that all done, called another Uber, took me back to get my car. And then I got my car, went back home. And then I listed a house because I knew I had to get everything online, list the photos and start marketing this property. And then you came over. <laughs> it's been a busy and, day. And then you're like, mm, I need another smoothie because yeah. we're also doing a cleanse. Cleansing, detox, juicing, <laughs> three-day cleanse. Yeah. That fat shredder. I know. So so then we had to make those, and that's a whole process of cleaning up, let me tell you. And then um, go to organizing the office, and, and now we're here. Oh, and then we also recorded a hilarious video with Muffin. <laughs> Muffin's a star now. By the way, Muffin is my yeah. five-pound Pomeranian. Yeah. And she is just the most chill puppy in the universe. And so Blake decided that he could 
maybe hold her and tell everyone that Muffin is tired of all the diet fads not working. <laughs> and she is. Trust me. I'm a uh, you know I'm what they call a uh, a dog whisper. Oh. So I can I can I know what she's she's thinking. <laughs> That's what she said. So I'm just I'm just translating a message for. Her. So long story short, though, like to talk about time blocking. Um, I don't think either one of us could have gotten all of the things that we got done today unless we had planned it out in advance. I you know? 100% agree. I mean, there's just no way, you know. Um, you know, when you have a lot on your plate and, and when you're in real estate, you have to wear a lot of hats, you know. So one day you have to sell houses and then once you sell a house, you have to be a good admin person and take care of the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Then you have to you know, have good communication skills and follow up with them and make sure they're communicated with about the whole process. Right. You know, and it's just a lot to do, you know, and then you're supposed to be prospecting and there's a lot of things to do. And so how do you keep it all straight, you know, and the only way to keep it all straight is to time block. I agree. You know? Yep. So, um, and I always encourage my team to use some sort of digital time blocking because... When you get really, really busy and you grow your business, um, it's just harder to keep something on paper, you know, when you're on the run like that. Right. So, so like on your mobile phone, yeah, laptop. So I have a, a Mac, so I use iCal, and then it syncs on my phone, you know. So those are some of the tools that I use, you know, to keep myself busy. But then I have my planner that I write down my actual goals. Right. And then any appointments I put on my on my digital calendar. That's smart. That's yeah, that's very smart. So you get those reminders. Do you ever block time for something and not do it? Yeah, it happens. And usually when that happens is when there's something goes a little bit uh longer or so for for example if I wake up and I have on my schedule power hour from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., but then before that I get a call from a seller and they say, "Hey, listen, I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to sign the contract. I'm I'm going to go sign the contract, right? So I'm going to skip power hour because the whole point of power hour is to go sign contracts. Contracts so, are king. Yeah. So we're going to go do that. Everything falls away yeah. side of yeah. there's a contract. Yeah. Everything is just no. We're going. That's what we're doing. So. Um, so yeah, if anyone the, even breathes the word contract, boom, let's go. it's nine one one. Let's do this. You better write yes. it up fast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Because so, what if another person is put submitting an offer? You have to hurry up. Got to go. Yeah, got to make it happen. So, um, yeah. So there, and that's just one example. But there's other times when that does happen. But if if that does happen, if I have something blocked off and I don't do it, it's usually something. For me, it's usually something that that was just more of a priority at that time that took, um, you know, that just took over, right? But I, and I still, there are times when sometimes I will have something written down, I just don't do it. Um, But, you know, you try to avoid that as much as you can, you know? Yeah. So what did you do? Like, did you prospect later then or? You try to make up for it. You do try to make up for it. And there are, there's some days when you, you just can't. You know, and you just you just do the best you can. Not sometimes you not everything you put down on your on your daily planner is going to necessarily take place. Yeah. You know, but you just you do the best you can. You write it down. I would rather just load up my schedule and and fall a little bit short than not put anything on there and then and not really know what happened. You know, right? Then the day you're like, you know, what did I do? I ate, I ate a bowl of cereal and I watched cartoons. You know, so like, <laughs> load. Do you ever eat? I've never seen you eat cereal. No, no, I do like cereal. <laughs> Captain Crunch is good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and uh, uh, man, what is it? Cocoa Pebbles. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's good stuff. Okay. With toast, it's awesome. <laughs> and a glass of orange juice. Okay. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I've had times where I haven't completed all of my stuff for the day. And then what I usually do is I, I write it down again for the next day, mm. you know. And if if it's one of those frogs that I don't want to eat, then I'll write it down and write it down again and again until I complete it, you know, because then what will happen is you get tired of writing it down every day to do it, 
you know? So I'll literally write down my to-do list. And if anything didn't happen, I'll write it down again for the next day. And then you just don't want to write down things over and over again. So you, you just Get it done. Yeah. Check it off, and then you're. But you. Move but on. what's cool about that is you don't you don't give up on the task until it's done. Well, yeah, and you don't want anything to fall through the cracks, right? You know, you don't want any anything that you committed to to fall through the cracks, right? Because that can happen, especially when you're uh, a business owner, entrepreneur, and you oh, have yeah. a lot of stuff going well, on. Well, a lot of things that happen to me are things fall by the wayside, not because. Um, you know, it's not on my, if it basically they fall off my radar because I didn't get it on my calendar. Mm, okay. And so I'm literally like staring at my calendar. That's what I go by. Right. You know, and so if I don't get it down on my calendar, then it's highly likely that it's not going to happen. Yeah. You got to write it <laughs> You know, down. unless somebody's reminding me and then I'm like, oh, dang it. And I put it on my calendar. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it does get busy sometimes and, you know, you just do the best that you can, right. you know, we're only human, you know, we're trying, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, I always put my clients first. So any other tasks that I have on my schedule, whether it's recording a podcast or, you know, with dealing with the design marketing and, and the design business and all of this stuff, all of that is second to my clients. You know, yes, clients course. are always going to be that senior to everything. Number one, yeah, because the whole point of what we do is to provide service. You know, and so I think it's always good. You know, this is kind of off topic, but to always be reminded of what the whole point of the whole operation is, and that's to provide service. So yeah, your clients, um, their their well being definitely trumps everything. You know, yeah, so. it always drives me crazy. When I hear agents say, oh, I'm sorry, I can't show because, you know, of something that is just, you know, like, you know, if they have, we all have 24 hours a day, right? And so like, for example, today, I didn't have a car, you know, right? somebody wanted to look last minute. You were in gym clothes. And I was also in gym clothes. (laughs) 40 minutes of cardio. After 40 minutes of cardio, I probably looked like a a wreck. And, you know, I didn't care because I knew that it's not about me. It's about the client. That's right. And so I dropped everything and I made it happen. I just called an Uber. They picked me right up. I got there on time. I did what I needed to do. And then, you know, I got out of there. So I really feel like in this day and age, it's so convenient for people to get around you know, that that is not an excuse anymore. You know, you can't use, no, we're, oh, I my car broke down, call an Uber. You yeah, know, like... You know, we got so much, <laughs> so many resources available to us. You know, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's really no excuse. If there's a client involved. Yeah, no, cl- yeah, you got to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, other tasks or whatever, fine, right. go fix your car. But if, if there's a client that wants to go look at something last minute, then... You got to go. Go do it. Yeah. That your whole, you know? I mean, that's your whole business, right? Yeah. That's senior to everything, 100%. And then um, another one is um, open houses. I feel like, you know, so time blocking, you know, can, in my opinion, expand time. Yes. So do you feel that way? I do. Time is expanded because your productivity expands time because you you're 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 putting intentionality plus action um together and then when that happens man time just expands because you're getting so much done you're doing things on purpose you know so um yeah i i, I totally agree with that 100 like so if you were going to plan to do an open house on sunday you know and then let's say that you're you have a client that's showing, wanting to see homes, you know, an open house is only two hours long. Right. And 30 minutes before, 30 minutes after. So really a three hour span of time that you need ordeal. to make it happen. Right. But there's like five more hours in, in the day, you know, that you can schedule in. So whenever, you know, or for example, let's say you have clients that you're going to be showing houses to. And then I'm like, oh, do you want to do an open house? You know, and then they're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm busy showing clients. 
I'm like, that's cool. Let's fit it all in, you know? Like, do it all. You should do, yeah. And I remember before I had a team, I would do two open houses on one day. I would do one from 12 to 2, and then I would do one from 3 to 5. Dang. And I would show houses before that and after that, and sometimes between. Right. So I would show like probably six, seven, eight houses, plus do two open houses and call it a day. Massive action. Like I, but that's how busy right. I was, and I needed to take care of my clients. And I knew that at the end of the day, if I were to show all those houses, plus do the open houses, I was going to end up writing contracts. Absolutely. Which is the goal. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I think a lot of people kind of limit themselves by thinking that they don't have enough time, but they really do. You There's really so do. much time. There's so much time, you know, and I, I've, I've been guilty of that is, oh man, there's not enough time. But when you really, um, when you really start becoming more productive and you start realizing, man, I've wasted a lot of time, you know, there is so much time throughout just in one day. If you are using it for productive activity, you realize there's so much time, you know, now time can seem, uh, uh, limited whenever you're doing a bunch of meaningless tasks all day because it seems like you're just kind of floating around. But whenever you're you're really intentional, you know, you, you really become uh, very grateful and uh, you start honoring time a little bit more because, you're like, you know what, this is I have plenty of time to do what I need to do. Um, and, and there's nothing but opportunity ahead of me. We all have 168 hours in a week. No one has more um, time than anybody else. It's just how people use their time. I mean, and, and magic starts happening, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and also, you know, the more that you plan, the more that you say, okay, during this time to this time, I can get this done. And this time to this time, I can get that done. You can squeeze it all in. But I think we lose time with distractions, yeah. you know. And um, in this day and age with social media, um, how do you think social media has affect, affected people's productivity, affected their... Um, you know, goals, um, and affected their daily time, like use, you know, because I remember before social media, it seemed like time would be very slow, mm. you know, didn't you feel like it was just slower? Yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying. I think, um, I do agree with you on that. I, I do believe that when, you know, so I went oh, a year, um, from 20, I think it was 2013 to 2014 with no no social media. Really? Zero. You were one of those people that just cut it all off? I cut it off. And and, and what's really wild about that is you um, you start, yeah, you see life from a different perspective. And I, I don't know if it's better or worse. I, I don't know, but it's definitely different. And when I got back on social media, everyone was like, man, you fell off the face of the earth. I'm like, dude, no, I just I deleted Facebook. I didn't fall. I mean, I've been here, right? Same place, same house. You're still living. Still, still doing the same thing, right? But that's how it's perceived. Yeah. And so, I can see how that can how that can take place. Here's my thing: if you're if you're productive and you have goals and you're serious about them, then I don't think social media can be a negative to you because you're already doing the things you're supposed to be doing. I think it's just an asset. I think uh, it could be a trap, and it's been it's been a trap for I think everybody's probably experienced it when um, maybe you're not completely on 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 pace, and if that's the case, then you 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 become um, it becomes a trap as far as your attention, right? Mm -hmm. And you can kind of get into lost into um, going down the rabbit hole on social media or or, or the internet or or YouTube's or Google, whatever it may be. And next thing you know, you're, you're, you know, you're reading about flying saucers, you know? And so, um, <laughs> you know, so you go from making cold calls to, you know, reading about, you know, aliens and, <laughs> and different planets and, and it just happens to everybody. So I think it can be, um, a dangerous thing, but it's only like that if, if you're, if your day is not, uh, directed and you don't have goals that you're serious about. And if you do, then, then social media to me is nothing but an asset. I mean, it's a blessing to be able to use social media. Um, it's a platform and it's an all, it's awesome. 
So do you think that you should time block social media? I think I don't I don't time block it, but I think you should have a some sort of target on what you want to use it for and then how much you want to use it. Right. So, um, you know, it could be something like, you know, I want to do I want to be active and I want to be actively communicating my business and my message on social media and say that that's somebody then that person would could be like, well, you know what? I want to make sure I post at least three to four times per day. So I may not say, okay, from 10 to 11, I'm going to sit there and be on Facebook, but you're just conscious and you track how many times that you do communicate your message to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one way to use it. To me, you either use social media or social media uses you. Right. Because it's very... I think that's the key there. Yeah, it's very sensational, right? It's to keep so it to you, where you're using it. You're using it. It's Because it's, an awesome, it's yeah. an awesome platform and a tool. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's great to be connected to people, you know, that you normally wouldn't be connected to. Like, I have a lot of family that lives you know, far north, you know, in Minnesota and Wisconsin. And so it's just a great way for us to all stay in tune with each other, you know, in this busy life that we have, you know, and, um, before people would send cards and then they would send a photo of their family, you know, for the holidays. And I think some people still do that, but it was a lot more common, probably 10, 15, 20 years ago than it is now, you know? And so now everybody just kind of expects you to see their stuff on social media so that they don't have to go do all that extra stuff. But, you know, part of me thinks that, that you lose that special, um, you know, intimate connection with people to where instead of being intentional about, you know, hey, you know, how is your family doing? It's more like, you know, oh, well, it's out there for everyone to see, not just to right. share with somebody else, you well, know? Yeah, and I, and I read something the other day. It said, we've never been so connected as but, a society, but at the same time, never so disconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think there's some truth to that. But, you know, I just, I don't like to look at things in that man in the good old days type of thing, right? Because that's a that's a trap in itself. Well, you know? it's not moving forward, right? You know, we right. all have to move forward and find that comfortable medium, right? I think you got to do both. I think you need to be engaged on social media, but you need to live a regular life. Like, hey, this Saturday we're gonna have a barbecue. We have three birthdays going on at one time. We got barbecues. We got ribs. <laughs> we got cupcakes. We got Fortnite cakes. <laughs> we got Barbie Barbie cakes. I mean, you you name it. We got it. And it has you know. And so I think you got to have both, and you still got to engage with people uh, in person because that's real life. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. I I think if as long as you don't lose those connections in real life, you know, um, you know, I think social media can be an asset for any business, you know, to share what their messages with the world, but at the same time can help other people. You know, there might be somebody out there that needs a five bedroom, four bath, three car garage house. That's right. And they've missed out on every single one. And they see your post that you just shared and they're like, oh my gosh, this is it. And they win that house and, you know, happy as can be. But You know, so, I mean, I think definitely time blocking your marketing on social media is very important, you know, but then also keeping those intimate connections with people is really important too. I totally agree. 100%. You know, and in the future, we're going to be sharing a lot more about marketing. Actually, it's our next series, you know, we have two more episodes to record in the mindset series. Yep. This first series, we just kind of wanted to um, talk about prepping and preparing and, you know, how to handle your emotions and and handle, you know, building your business and your career and all of that stuff. And then the next series, we're going to be talking about um, breaking down all the ways that you can market and yes. all the ways you can prospect. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be really fun. Um, but, you know, we kind of wanted to just stick to 
mindset topics in this first series as we launch this podcast. And so we hope that you are excited as we, um, you know, keep on recording. We have two more episodes left that, that we are going to be going over. And the next one is going to be, um, focusing on distractions, right? Which, or, or folks slash focus. Yeah. So we felt like it would be a great follow up to time blocking because, you know, we can have these good intentions. We can set all the goals. Right. We can write it down on our calendar yep. and time block it. But then what happens when you get distracted? Oh, man. Distractions. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Yeah. So Attention we're going to be going over that next and how to keep your focus. Yes. You know, and so it'll be good. But um, thank you so much for joining us today. I think that this was a good topic and it will help you to get your goals written down and on your calendar so that you can check them off. And um, we look forward to recording another episode and, for and, you. and make sure you time block Real Estate Power Talk every Tuesday. <laughs> yes. So just time block that. Go ahead and pull your pen out, get your calendar. Just set a rem- set an alarm for noon every Tuesday <laughs> and just set that time, man. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Time block. Hashtag time block Real Estate Power Talk. yes yes time block the podcast so um is there anything else you want to share that's it man that's it okay Mm -hmm. all right well if you guys have any questions for us please feel free to post on real estate power talk on facebook or on instagram and we'd be happy to share with you um the answers or answer the questions Um, on the next episode. And again, we're going to be recording on distractions and keeping your focus. Absolutely. Y'all have a great week.